0: Welcome to Connected Parenting. I'm your host, Carly, of The Owl's Nest, and we're going to be talking about topics that are near and dear to your heart that come up on a daily basis in our community that will help you reconnect with your kids, reevaluate your techniques, and tweak some of the things that you're doing to help you feel more connected to yourself and your family. Today, I'm going to be talking about language language in our kids whether it's a preschooler talking about potty talk or a high schooler that's starting to experiment with language it's important that we as adults uh, go a little bit deeper into our feelings on this and i'm going to be going over some information that i had sent out in an email recently and uh go over that. I was asked to do a podcast on this and I thought that this was a great idea and something that I could put together for anybody that would like to listen. So first I want to say that it's tempting that when kids start to swear or experiment with language it's tempting to just do a Google search for how to stop a child from swearing and we often well, just like nip it in the bud, get it over with, get it out of the way. Instead I would just like to encourage us all to take a step back and breathe and take some time to process it all. course, language and swearing is common language. It's like I said before, it starts as potty talk and then it evolves. As kids get older, they begin to explore their independence from adults. They're also often trying to establish relationships with peers and they may even want to desperately impress others. It's a really big form of trying to figure out how do I connect to others. At the Owl's Nest, we recognize and reflect that if we too quickly jump into consequences or punishments for cursing, it can turn the challenging um, behaviors and comments into a long-term power struggle and actually increase language or make it become more secretive. In time, this power struggle can breed distance and resentment between trusted adults. When that happens, the peer influence usually grows even more powerful, and the wisdom and respect that we've been working so hard on establishing becomes even more elusive. But this is a difficult issue in school and that goes into the home. Here are some ways you might respond more thoughtfully throughout our lens. Um, that we've come, come through this. And now this a lot of this is paraphrased from connected families. They worded a lot of this beautifully in the way that I thought was really wonderful. And it just tailored it a little bit more below to reflect our situation. So I'm gonna go on about that. So the first thing I wanna talk, talk about is that you're safe with me, even when you swear. To communicate emotional safety while addressing your kids' word choices means coming alongside with them as their understanding helper that is not a judge trust me they can definitely tell the difference are your kids worried if they don't fit in do they even know what those words mean are they using the words to vent their own discouragement or anxiety in the same way it's helpful for to understand what might be behind your angst when your kids say offensive words consider these questions am i worried people might think less of my kids and me because of how they talk Will my child make poor choices in the future if they can't control their language now? Mm-hmm. Do I feel hurt when my requests for respectful language are ignored? Mm-hmm. Separating, separating out our own anxiety or embarrassment from the conversation is a really important aspect of being safe. Mm-hmm. With this insight, us as trusted adults can then prepare for the discussion. This helps parents stay inquisitive and relaxed rather than judging and demanding. Adults have times where we use coarse language in moments of poor self-control, and in some of these instances, kids hear us. Communicating the message, you are safe and you are loved, might require a confession about this struggle and an invitation for forgiveness from the kids if needed. Another topic we want to talk about is that you're loved no matter what you say. Calm and curious parents are better able to think clearly and can decide to approach the conversation in lighthearted and empathetic ways. This might sound like, wow, you're having some really strong feelings about this. Or, that's an interesting word choice. Tell me more about that. Say, if the word is hate, hate is used frequently. Um, we can say, hmm, hate. A strong and dangerous emotion. Do you have other words? Over time, kids feel joined and understood. They learn to use more constructive words that have been taught, modeled, and developed. If kids are feeling pressured by peer culture to use crass or irrelevant or irreverent words, we, may, we make more progress with a relaxed conversation. What are the kids worried about? Empathize and share the ups and downs of how you felt pressure to fit in with others. Sometimes it's entirely appropriate to be passionate and firm when talking about word choices with kids, but it's essential to discern how can I be sure to make my unconditional love land on my child's heart, even though I feel strongly about this. Another topic I want to talk about is talking about how children are capable of changing how they speak and giving them this message is really important. Communicating to your kids you are safe and loved makes it easier to say encouraging things like you have a strong opinion and I'm wondering how you could express it with more appropriate words. Keeping it fun and light as you guide your child towards making better choices is really helpful. When you are able to keep your sense of humor, it lays the groundwork for a more serious conversation. A conversation about taking responsibility for more appropriate language. One of the best things we can do as caring adults is to highlight and affirm what they are doing that is right, that is appropriate, and the language that they're using that we would want to see them use. When they are able to articulate their feelings in a constructive way, you can make statements about the value of this. It might sound like this, I noticed you were frustrated, but you spoke with gentler words. That makes it easier for people around you including me, to appreciate what you have to say. So so comments like that will really help to build those relationships. Another topic we can talk about is that you're responsible for your words and your actions. Words either build up or hurt and offend others. Teaching and natural impacts is a great way to show the impacts. We can keep telling them to stop using that language and they may stop for a bit, but then forget. But we can take important measures to talk about why this is impacting others. Our sincere concerns, feelings, and stories can impact how the children connect and go about navigating that territory again because they can hopefully be internally motivated to respect the reasoning and people. They can be better able to take real responsibility because they understand the natural impact and how it impacts their relationships. Adding to the idea of natural impacts of swearing, another way to help kids understand natural impacts is to talk about times we have slipped up and used coarse language in a in a, um, in the appropriate way that we can talk about it. Maybe not swearing, or maybe yes, even possibly swearing. Maybe you've stubbed your toe and that word came out. Kids are far more open to hear about what we learned when we messed up than they are to hear about how they should get it perfect, just like us. By being able to relate to us, they're more likely to listen. After we tell our story, we can ask whose feelings might have been hurt by the way I talked that time. Uh, If we lead with humility, we can usually have an open conversation about how your language might affect those listening. We can also discuss why we may use language. We want to connect, but we don't know how. Our basic needs aren't taken care of, so we feel less control. And so on. Getting to the point where kids ask, what's going on under the surface, why do I feel the need to talk this way, is the goal. The more we model this type of response, the more they will realize that what they are saying, what we are saying to them is, I care more about what's in your heart than about disciplining your word choice. If your child is swearing, now what? Despite our best efforts, children may continue to use words we don't like. Children experiment with using language, behaviors, testing limits that they see and hear all around them. Reflecting that you are parenting or teaching with the long game in mind is really important. What we model will be much more likely to stick with kids than what we legislate as unacceptable. If we take great joy in speaking with self-control and in a way that shows deep respect, and encouragement for others, including your kids. That is what will have the greatest impact. In the long term, as we continue to reinforce all of the things that I've mentioned in this podcast, we will see changes in growth in not only language, but also in our relationships. Next, next I want to talk about what some things that we do as a staff and as a school to work through and build up children to help them understand how their words have an impact and have meaning and how they can navigate social situations to create the best relationships number one is understanding their brain and their primal reactions getting to understand what happens in our brains how to get our brain back on track or back online are really valuable Two is understanding their self-regulation zones and understanding where they're at and being able to recognize feelings in their bodies and what those feelings mean and how to support their feelings to be in the best zone possible most of the time. Number three is understanding how to care for themselves and how to self-regulate. Number four, knowing how to build relationships versus damaging relationships and also how to repair those relationships. Talking about friendships, talking about the wheel of choices, talking about many different options available to them and giving them words, phrases, and strategies to help build those relationships. Number five is knowing and practicing many strategies like the wheel of choices, boundaries, saying stop, understanding tone, and body language. Number six is reading books, doing activities, and making connections to how we can better navigate social situations. Number seven is building better vocabulary to express themselves. A lot of the times we don't have the vocabulary, we don't have the appropriate jokes, we don't have the phrases or the words to build connections with others, and we resort to potty talk or you know it's very simple talk and so if we can build that vocabulary we can help grow those relationships in that communication number eight is finding appropriate ways to be funny and gain positive attention without putting others down and helping to t- children to realize how you know making accents or how um Mocking someone, or how telling an inappropriate joke, or how talking about potty talk, um, doesn't necessarily get them positive attention. It might make someone laugh. It might make someone uncomfortable. And sometimes people laugh when they're uncomfortable. And giving them the background and information to better navigate those. Number nine is doing team building activities and helping to strengthen relationships, finding opportunities in the day to help foster those relationships with them. Number 10 is building confidence in themselves so that bad moments aren't bad days and they can't let others bother them or what we call dip into their buckets. And just finding connections for them so for instance in some of our older groups we're talking about the positive wolf inside of us versus the negative wolf inside of us and which one are we feeding and being able to help them come up with different strategies and different ideas of what feeds the positive wolf what feeds the negative wolf and which wolf do we want to best represent and be feeding all day long thanks so much for listening to this episode